Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him. For no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better if you were a great, if, for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell, to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell where the worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good. But if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. today's text, we have a story where Jesus tells us, if your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. And if your eye causes you to stumble, cut it off. That seems a little scary, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, luckily, we don't see a whole lot of people around here with, like, no feet or no hands. Though sometimes people are like that. But it's probably not because they cut it off, because of this text. I'm not sure that Jesus wants us to cut off our hands and feet. Good, right? That makes us smile. I think, though, that God wants us to see that what our feet do and what our hands do and what our eyes do are really, really important. So I want to think about that. Let's see. Yesterday. Can everybody think about yesterday? All right, think about yesterday. Where did your feet go? Where were your feet standing? Where did you stand yesterday? Yeah, Ava. A lot of places. A lot of places. Just name one. My house. Your house. Okay. Name another. A diner. Okay. Name another one. Um, yep. Home. Home. Very good. 
All right, let's try it with our hands. What did your hands touch yesterday? Yes. Um, maybe the plates. The plates? Excellent. What else? Mm, food. Food. Very good. Anything else? Oh, someone right beside me. I'm sorry. Um, bags from hollow balls. Bags from hollow balls. Very good. Anything else? All right. Let's see with our eyes. What did your eyes see yesterday or look at yesterday? Nature. Nature. Yep. Um, a screen. Oh, a screen. Okay. I thought you said ice cream, and I'm like, you're just staring at ice cream? <laughs> I know I do that. I didn't know other people did that. Yeah. Claire, what did your eyes see? Uh, vegetables. Vegetables. Nice. Oh, the festival. Man, I must be hungry. I'm just hearing food all over the place. I want you to think of each one of those things. Everywhere our feet went, like home and like, uh, I forget the other places, but everywhere. I want you to think of everything your hands touched. I want you to think of everything your eyes saw. And I want you to think that God wants us to care really, really, really badly. Well, really, really, really well. About everything that our feet touch and our hands touch and our eyes touch. You know how God just loves everyone. And you know how God just cares for everyone. Well, everything your feet and hands and eyes do and see and touch, we're supposed to care and love all of that in the same way. We're supposed to look at the bags that we lift as great gifts and treat them well. We're supposed to look at the screen that we see as an opportunity and to use it as best we can. We're to even if we're staring at ice cream like me. Or to consider it as a gift and to share it as best we can. Everything that our whole bodies do is about caring. Everything our whole bodies do is about loving. Just like Jesus cares and loves. Alright? This next week, I want you to pay attention to where your hands are and where your feet are and what you're looking at. I want you to think about how God loves and cares for all that. Okay? All right. Shall we pray? Let's pray. God of grace, you care about and love so much. Help us to be aware of everything around us and help us to love and care for all the world as best we can. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This text is scary, isn't it? This text is kind of intimidating, worrisome. If you keep going, it's kind of a little bit gross. Why are we talking about chopping off limbs? It's just almost, if you've read the rest of those Gospels, if you've heard the rest of those Gospels, it almost seems unnecessary, doesn't it? We get the idea 
I don't need the imagery. But I think that there's something to this imagery, and I think that there's something here for us. And so we should probably explore it a little bit, shouldn't we? Let's start with the hands and the feet and the eyes. If my hands, if I'm using my hands to type terrible things at other people on the internet, on Facebook, or anything else, what should I chop off? Facebook, yeah. Could chuck the computer, right? (laughs) It's the easier idea. But maybe the hands. If I use my eyes to stare longingly at the most expensive car I can find and use my money for that instead of feeding the poor and the hungry, what do I gouge out? If I use my feet on the soccer field to trip the players that I don't like, what do I chop off? Feet? Yeah. But see, it doesn't really get at it. Because as someone pointed out to me in Sunday school, even if I chop off my feet, I can still trip someone with my hand. And even if I cut off the fingers, I can still say terrible things about people with my lips. And even if I look at other things and desire them and I gouge out the eyes, I can still desire those things without even seeing them. You see, it's not the hands that are causing me to stumble. It's not the feet that are causing me to stumble. It's not the eyes that are causing me to stumble. But it is what is in my heart. And it's what's in my mind. And even beyond that, it's not that physical heart. I can have a heart transplant and these things are going to be the same. It's what's in here. It's in my core. And I do not know how to chop that or gouge that, or anything else. And it seems gross to think that way. So instead of being scary, this text kind of takes a turn, doesn't it? This text takes a turn where I cannot be successful in front of this text. I cannot win in front of this text. I stand in front of it and try as best as I can, and then you skip once. And it seems like you're being thrown into the fire. You're being thrown into the lake with a great millstone hung around your neck. You can't win. This is the point in the text where we realize who is saying this to us. This is Jesus. And this is the same Jesus who on the cross looks at the ones who have nailed him to that tree and looks at the ones who have brought him to that point and looks at the ones who are ready to rid him of his life. And instead of saying vengeance, he says, forgive them. for They do not know what they are doing. Now I guarantee you that they are well aware of how to hang someone on a cross and they're well aware of what's going to happen. So it's not that their finger slipped and all accidentally nailed his hand. No, there's a part of us that just doesn't know how to get this right.
God knows this. God knows. God full well knows who we are. And so this text might not be about perfection. And this text might not be about chopping off arms and legs and gouging out eyes. This text is about doing with our hands and our feet and our eyes and every other core part of our being. Doing what Christ would do. Loving as Christ would love. Healing as Christ would heal. Forgiving as Christ would forgive. Caring about the world as Christ cares. It's as if this text is to say, this is what your body was made for. And if your body isn't doing this, then you're doing it wrong. Your body, your hands and your feet and your eyes and all of it was made to bring mercy. And if you're not bringing, bringing mercy, you're doing it wrong. And you're your hands and your feet and your eyes and your body was meant to bring love and grace. If it's not doing that, you're using it wrong. And your hands and your feet and your eyes and your body, they were meant to bring joy in the Spirit of Christ. And if you're not at least aiming there, you're using it wrong. This text was about someone. This text started by saying, all these things are on behalf of a population of people. And this population of people Christ identifies as the little ones. And like I said last week, I'll say it now, we are the little ones. All people are the little ones. We are never called adults of God. We are always children of God. Always children. And so at times, it's up to us to act with our hands and our feet and our eyes and our body in the way that Christ would act. And at times, it's up to us to receive the way that only the body of Christ can give. But in all things... We are to look at the world as it is and consider what, it, what our core essence should be. Look at the world as it is. Look at what you're seeing on TV. Look at what you're seeing locally. Look at what you're seeing around you in this moment. Look at the world as it is. And what do you think Christ wants to be right now? What do you think Christ wants to do right now? Who do you think Christ needs to help right now? Who do you think Christ needs to heal right now? Who do you think Christ needs to live with right now, to love right now, to bring mercy to right now, to forgive right now? Right now. If you're like me, there's a whole lot of stuff to happen in the world and a whole lot of stuff to happen in my own life and 
a whole lot of stuff to happen just with my immediate family and friends. There is a God who is here today to bring you and to announce to you love and grace and mercy, knowing full well that you haven't been able to do the things that you wanted to do or be the things that you wanted to be. God knows. And there is mercy. And there is a God who is here today to fill you to overflowing so that you might share as best you can with all of who you are this same mercy. Consider your hands and your feet and your eyes and your body. What would Christ have them do? God, fill you and be with you as we do that together. Amen.